to another show of pre-match community. We've got the usual suspects in our financial manager who's checking all the books every day, all day at Old Trafford, settle. We've got the Dengasaurus backup. We know the Gunnosaurus, we don't know how long he's going to be still around, but Arsenal. So Wonga's always there on standby, but he also does a Forever. He's always there, you know, he's bringing up the youth, teaching them how to cross with the left foot. We've got former professional player with three caps to his name. I don't know, it could be more. I don't know, Mosa, you tell me. Uh, but they're could, also be more. could be more. more. <laughs> magic feet, or we like to call him the Tooth Fairy. There's a story behind that, but you'll have to join our Discord community. Tooth to Fairy. Yeah. And today, we thought we'd have still uh, an extra man, some extra backup, because United, let's be, fa- let, let's be honest, they've been very inconsistent. And we've got Sky Shabalala. And he What's comes up from... Yeah, he's from the coast. Durban. What, oh, happened? Claudio, like what, 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 what happened? What happened to our host? Oh, shame, man. I think... I think... Atalanta cut some cables there. What did you say? I was about to say... I was about to say, was about to say Atalanta cut his, his data cables there, man. <laughs> hey, they cut them last night. That's for sure. Yay! <laughs> That's that, that's that, that that's what happens when you're too overconfident uh, going into a match, man. You know, uh, if we win, if you win five 0 you think it's a it's a given. Uh, but 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 yeah, they should they should. Uh, there, there, Anfield, there's Anfield. You, I'm back. I'm back. You know, yeah, yeah. We're just giving you guys a moment to shine because you know we get we get loud, so we want to get we want to see how loud uh, Sky is. Firstly, for joining the squad, welcome, Sky. So you're from you're from Durban, you said, huh? Yeah, I'm from Durban, uh, born and bred, you know, and uh, nice for me to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, at least I'm not alone on my first, like, episode. There's a fellow Man United supporter <laughs> with me, so at least it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, very, thank, thank you very much for joining us. We love to have you. And, you know, Celo never, never complains about having backup because there are times where he feels ganged up upon. But, you know, that's just a United complex that, you know, United fans have. Genevieve yeah, speaking. I feel like United need all the support they can get from time to time. So shout out, guys! Good to have you on board. We've got the biggest fan base in the world, guys. So that's why you guys hear us. <laughs> oh, 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 how much longer, though? That's the question. But talking about big, big fan bases, guys, we're gonna kick this off with a huge tra- tragedy in terms of what's happened with regards to football yesterday. Diego Armando Maradona obviously passed away yesterday. For those of you who don't follow football, you clearly just don't know this has happened. But so what we're going to kick this off is we're going to go through everyone and everyone's going to give their memory about Maradona and what they remember most about them. Celo, what is your, your thoughts about this? Hey, man. Uh, Maradona is a, is a legend. Um, I think my biggest uh, memory of, of Maradona is uh, what he did for the city of Na- Naples. Um, they had never won the, the Serie A, um, and he went to Napoli um, in 1984, when just just about when um, AC Milan uh, assembled its its great team of of you know the Dutchman um, Van Basten, Hulit, at Baresi at the back and so forth. You know what I mean? Uh, but they managed to win um, the Serie A title, two two Serie A titles, and also to win the UEFA Cup. Um, I think what he did there, and obviously the goal that he scored for for, for Argentina. Um, not the not the hand of God, but the other goal that he scored against uh, England. Um, that that that's one of the greatest memories um, I'll have with him. Um, he was just um, such a natural footballer, man. You know what I mean? Um, things came easy to him. Um, that left foot, um, he could do so so much on the field, um, and um, it was just magical. I, I was watching um, 
um, the Champions League, um, and Gary Lineker was talking about him uh, mm. and how he was um, playing against him and what he did in a, in, a, in a charity game. And he hit the ball up 13 times and he didn't move much, you know what I mean? And, and, and he said that um, they tried that at training the, the, the next week uh, at Barcelona and they could only do it three times, you know what I mean? Mm. So uh, that guy was amazing, guys. Um, Maradona's hands down one of the greatest footballers ever. Um, definitely the greatest footballer um, of, of, of his generation and no one comes close um, to what he did on the field, guys. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tragic day, uh, but his memory will, will, will live on forever. Yeah, Wonga, do you yeah. have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, so, um, I think I share the same thing with, uh, with Silo in terms of what he did um, as, a, as a player um, and also the things, the things he could do off the ball, um, with the ball. Um, I think everyone was everyone was uh, taken away by that, um, especially. I mean, I, you know, you hear people. I don't think it really matters uh, whether he would be able to play, um, whether he'd be able to play now in this decade against the players now. But I mean, if you just look at his time and when he played, he was someone just <clears throat> loved playing with the ball. You, I know you hear that a lot, but he he. I mean, there was that that special quote of his where he said he would be <laughs> if he was at a wedding. And he was wearing a white, uh, a white, yeah, a white dress, a, a white dress, and the and the ball, a muddy ball, came to him. He said he wouldn't even think twice. He'd go and chase that ball to trap. You know, the, I wouldn't put it past Maradona to be wearing a dress as well. To be honest, yeah, that that actually goes to my next point. Is that that guy? Uh, I think you know he's he's past, he's gone. But there's, I think everyone. Um, obviously, his family would be the ones that would obviously miss him uh, the most. But in terms of uh, everyone else, I think they all enjoyed him. Um, they felt that, you know, they've, prob- they've probably, you know, given him everything that he could have uh, given to the world. Uh, he lived his life. And I think everyone uh, knows but he lived his life to the fullest. I think if there's one person that took his body to the limits, yeah. it's Maradona. <laughs> he took his body. And he did Are you talking about that- on the field or off the field? to the limits everything everything and that's why i say he lived it to the fullest um and i and i yeah and i think he actually enjoyed life uh and that's what i liked uh like about him um and it pushes me to someone also liking someone like ronaldinho as well those guys they uh they really enjoyed life that's what i liked about Mm. now mosa's got a bit more of an interesting story um you can share it, but you, I don't know if you, you got it. Did you end up getting a picture of him in the end, or did you just pretend but, like you were hanging around with the guy? He don't, he, he don't I'm, so, I'm so sad, man. Proof. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sad that um, I, I, uh, I, I did get to meet Maradona uh, when they were in South Africa, uh, camping in South Africa to prepare for the World Cup that South Africa hosted. And they were camping at uh, a field that we used to train on, uh, or we were training on at the time, and we got to interact with him. Uh, quite a few uh, times a month before the World Cup uh, began. And I'm pretty sad that um, in that time, I, I never actually took any pictures uh, with him, which is unfortunate. Like, to be I guess fair, I was, uh... you, had, you had those old Blackberries that, and the photos would have been very pixelated anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would be yeah, saved man. on BBM. In one of like, my friends' pictures and... Uh, yeah, it's one of those pictures that we weren't uh, weren't the most exciting pictures to share in the world. But 
um yeah man what what a what an uh, absolute like uh, ambassador of the game of football you know like um, he embodies uh, a lot of what modern football is uh, encapsulates now um quality technique uh, finesse um uh, ball control movement of the ball movement with the ball uh, he, he is a number 10 uh, throughout and out number 10 and He's shaped so many other players in the fraternity of football. And my condolences go out to him and his family, uh, all the, the Argentinians and his uh, loyal supporters. And yeah, man, I hope they find strength in this time because it is um, a massive loss for world football at this point in time. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Mosa, to be fair, I think you actually did send him a BBM invite as to, to Sky's point. You probably just never got it. Do you have anything you want to say? Yeah, geez, I think the gents have said it all. Um, I was saying this morning uh, on, the, on, on the radio show that I work on that um, it's quite interesting that we usually say that in sports or in any team sport, there's no iron team or there's no one-man team. But I think in that 1986 World Cup, I think we can all comfortably say that Maradona won that World Cup close mm. to single-handedly um, for Argentina. And it's amazing that he's... He's so good on the football pitch and he was so competitive and he used to make Oaks look so stupid. But everyone who's paid tribute to him says he was the nicest guy that you'll ever meet. He was one of the biggest jokers in the change room. You know, he wasn't he wasn't a, a Eric Cantona because you know Eric Cantona wasn't yeah. or Paulo Di Canio, you know, who were so amazing, but they were absolutely cocky. you know cocky but he wasn't he just just give me a ball and i'll show you what i can do so that's been amazing yeah. just um it, it's crazy that you know uh probably most of us here never got a chance to watch him uh, play and all that kind of stuff mm. um and i remember speaking to to my dad that you know oh messy this messy this and he always turned to me and say but we are not Maradona. Do you know Maradona? <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And you, you get that from, from, from people who watched him uh, at their peak. And just to add to Musa's uh, World Cup commentary when they were in South Africa, I remember Ivan Koza talks Ivan Koza saying, uh, obviously, when Brazil was not. Uh, yeah, you know, there was no, there was no, there was no uh, Ronaldinho at the World Cup. But we got Maradona. Maradona was in South Africa. And I mean, his yeah. antics on the side of the field, he was like, you know, close death to being like um, uh, the face of the World Cup. I mean, I think the one famous picture is every time uh, he's standing on the side of the field, he's always wearing, he's always wearing that silver gray suit. suit and, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what he's saying, but bro, like if a picture spoke loud enough, you'd just say that how, how, how amazing he was. And um, it's a crazy one that... In, in a lot of our top three, top five GOAT stories, I mean, personally, I don't have him in my top two. It's Ronaldo, it's oh. Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> but, no, but let me finish. But yeah, if, yeah. You to, if you go to Argentina and you say Mar Messi's better than Maradona, you will get you. shot. It'll kill you. You can say that everywhere in the world, but don't say that in Argentina and don't say that in Napoli because you will literally get shot. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an unfortunate thing that happened, but he did live his life to the fullest. I think you gents, you gents have been spot on with that. That man did everything on the field and did everything off the field. And yeah, yeah. condolences to him, to Argentina, the three day morning they doing uh, as a nation. Yeah, it's crazy times, but uh, yeah, 2020 happening once again. You know, yeah, what's yeah. interesting that you mentioned Sky, like uh, the fact that he is one of those, um, 
those the fact that we had him in South Africa follow World Cup was actually a meaningful thing because I remember yeah. watching them train and there'd be instances where he's trying to explain stuff as a coach, you know, to instruct the likes of Di Maria, the likes of Aguero, the likes of Messi, Messi instruct yeah. them to do stuff. But then he, he ends up, because he, he he's very like a, a straightforward kind of talker, but yeah. sometimes he's, he's a lot better expressing uh, what he's saying with the football. So, yeah. He'd, yeah, he'd actually be like actually on the field, taking free kicks, taking passes, and actually doing it as good, just as good as uh, the Messi's and the Di Maria's, if not better. It's just, uh, I guess he never had the, the physical capabilities to run 90 minutes, but he had all the touches and all the prowess still with him at, at that age even, which was amazing to watch. Yeah, and, and, and you, you've, mentioned, you've mentioned the fact that three-day morning in Argentina, him dying is pretty much equivalent, which this is, this is quite crazy, but it's pretty much equivalent to Nelson Mandela dying for us, which is yep. pretty interesting. No, 100%. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because, I mean, he came in at a time where the, the, the country was struggling and he picked them up literally with that hand that you mentioned in the World Cup and two minutes later doing something that no one's ever seen in world football before. Um, what's also interesting is he came in, to Celo's point, talking about Napoli, he came in and he made Napoli and Napoli made him. But he's also destroyed yeah. by Napoli in the end. And when we're talking about goats, Sky, when we're gonna, uh, this is far too early to be talking about this, but just something to consider future down the line when your dad's talking to you. I mean, this was a guy who played games. I think he, he played on a Sunday. And from a mm. Monday to Saturday, he was out not sleeping. Or he was sleeping around with a whole bunch of <laughs> other people. He was on cocaine, he was on alcohol, and he still rocked up on a Sunday despite getting all the injuries that he got, literally broken ankles, he actually came out saying that the players, like your Rinaldas and your Messi, get the protection they get today because yeah, yeah. of all the tackles that he faced and he had to suffer. He was also an advocate on the field as well as off, off the field. He was one of the guys that first came out accusing FIFA of being thieves before they were investigated by the FBI. He was mm. the first guy to have an official full-time agent. He was also the first guy to have a proper professional trainer full-time as well. And he was the first guy just to like, I don't know, defend all the players and make sure that the players are the stars, not the governing bodies. So mm. that's why, apart from everything he did on the field, which is incredible, it was everything else that made him, I don't know, when you talk about football, the name is synonymous. So that's, that's us. And yeah, we send our condolences to what Mosso was saying to Argentina and the rest of the people, football fans. But now to move on. And um, the game we're going to start off with because it's the first game of the fixture for us. It's this one. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. man. wow, wow. We started with, we started with you, Fights, man. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. No, dude, I, I, do it, I do it according to the, the fixture nah. That's That's kind of, nah. which actually makes me think that Liverpool nah. have been nah. somewhat helped out because the fixture game right at the end. There was, there, was, there, was a, there was a weekend where it was Everton versus Liverpool. You saved that for the end. Bruh, put it at the end. <laughs> At the end, oh. lack of consistency, corruption, 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 corruption. Somebody should investigate. Claudio, Claudio, how do you how do how do you feel after yesterday's uh, after yesterday's uh, loss to, to to Atalanta? Jeez, well, what a what a deflating moment. We go from one extreme to the other, right at the bottom. I mean, Sky was going, he was getting loud on Twitter, saying, you know, not one shot on target. Which was, which that, was I only watched the first. I didn't watch the first half. I watched the first ten minutes, and I was like, "Man, this this game is boring." Then I switched over to and Inter because I was like, "This is boring." Like literally, I was like, and I was like, wow, "I was like, no, it's a waste of time." No, it was. It was. It was terrible. It was bad. It was like it was one of those where Klopp saw on the Sunday. He was like, "Hmm, 
you know, we, we got away with changing up the squad. We got away with it, and they really yeah. performed at a high level. So it was like, well, let, let's just do it again. Let's see the guys fight for places because places are up for grabs. And yeah. it didn't quite pan out that way. Like some of the players just seem they're not up for it. They obviously, I think they exposed the 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 outer limits of our squad. The guys that are on the fringes, like the likes yeah. of the Rigi, who's definitely, I think, his time is coming to an end very mm. very quickly based on last night's performance. We had a 19-year-old Nico Williams. And the other, Rice Williams at centre-back, both of them had poor performances. We have the new oh. signing, Timikas, who they signed for £11 million, meant to be cover. And he was anything but cover. He looked like, I don't know, he had a hole in his sheet. So if you were a ship and you needed a new sail, that was definitely not the sail to help you push through the storm. He was shocking. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So it, it was it was from that. But on the plus side, it was the first time Liverpool have conceded two goals at Anfield in 137 games. So I think the last time they suffered more goals was in. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! Wait, I think, I think, I think. Oh, I think at Atletico last season. No, but I'm talking about um, what happened. At, that is extra time. This is full ninety minutes. Yeah, ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. Why are you getting large, Celo? Why are you getting large? Let me finish just, my facts. I'm just Let me finish my facts. <laughs> <laughs> he just convinced you convinced I've got Seth Blatter on my WhatsApp group here. He's not, he's, he's, he's not in there. There's no dodgy things going on yet. Look, overall, it was a poor performance, but the good news is we are playing at Burnley. You are struggling. I think wait, Burnley wait, only... wait. Tony, wait. You said it was the first time Liverpool conceded two goals at Anfield? In the 137 games. In Since 2015. Minutes. Wait, what in was it against Chelsea last season? But why we? Why, that, that was calling. Calling Cup. We no, were, I, think, we I, just, I just read the facts. I just read the facts. You don't. You don't have to call me out for this. This guy. No, I'm asking. I'm asking. Claudia, I, I saw that. I saw that as well. I saw that 90 minute thing. Um, because I think the question there. I think that it was the game during lockdown, Project Restart, when you guys played Chelsea. When I think it was a five-three. When when Lampard or something. Yeah, when Lampard and Klopp had that fighting match on the side of the field. Those two goals from Chelsea. Yeah, but I think you're right. Pulisic. Yeah, but I think you're right. There is something that it was the first, it's either the first time you'd lost at Anfield in 90 minutes or but it's something yes. like that. I thought it, I was, thought it was losing and conceding two goals. Yeah, that's two goals. Yeah, in, in 90 minutes. Yeah, in 90 minutes. Yeah. 90 yeah. minutes. Yes. Okay, now now that uh, see our financial guys always checking the books. That's what you Jeez, know. You like can't yeah. Accountant. <laughs> accountant. Um, but to, to the point, I think what's nice moving on from that is that Burnley are what they're one point above relegation at the moment. They're struggling, and they've got Woods, who's their main man up front, who's scored only two goals this season. And then, even more importantly for Liverpool, is that their main goalkeeper Pope, who seems to be injured with a head injury. Yeah. So we know the type of game that's going to be played. We know it's going to be they're going to sit deep, and we're going to have to try and unlock things. We're hoping that Tennyson looks like he's been in training because one thing we did miss was the the metal in the, in the midfield. We know Thiago is still MIA, so what the hell is going to happen to Thiago? I don't know. We've signed this guy, so much money, and he hasn't played. He's looked fantastic in training when he has done a little bit of things. I mean, he wowed yeah. Molna and the rest of the world. But yeah, when he it comes, we don't know. Well. well, no, but it's what I mean by it's money. A lot of I mean money the wages. Wages right now. Oh, a lot of money for Liverpool. Listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money for Liverpool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think this match here uh, is 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 it's, it's, there's no point of us you know trying to go crazy about it. Burnley, <laughs> I want to say this, and 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 I, I get I get hit I get um, a lot of backlash on Twitter for this. There are certain teams for me in the Premier League that add no value, and Burnley is one of them. 
Burnley, you know, like for, for example, like when Bournemouth left last year, I was quite bummed because it was it was nice going to the Vitality. It's that you know Eddie Howe, they play good football. Burnley had nothing. Yeah. You know, and it's so it's so weird that I was watching. I don't know which it wasn't this game. It was the game before Bernie's game that uh, they played the long ball so much to Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes that once they start playing at feet, Ashley Wood, uh, Chris Wood doesn't know what he's doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you must watch him. You must watch him. I know. Obviously, it's because he's, he's watching up there the whole time. He's not used to getting anything <laughs> down here. <laughs> exactly. And they 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 hold on to players like a like a Tarkovsky should not be playing at Burnley. You know, Tarkovsky should should be nowhere at Burnley. So for me, anything that has Burnley is always Burnley losing because I can't wait for them to leave the Premier League. But Burnley, <laughs> and I'll never back in Liverpool, but I'm backing them now. I'm backing football in Liverpool. You know, <laughs> I, I, I hear what you gonna, mean. I hear what you mean. Yeah, I actually thought you were going to go the other route and be like, they are always those sides that are like the bogey sides. And if there's one thing that Sean Dyche has done over Klopp, they, there's a bit of a feud going on there. And he has, in certain instances, that they, he's made Burnley Liverpool's you know, bogey side from time to time. So if anything happens, look, they no place to do anything at this moment in time. But Liverpool's sort of positioning in terms of squad and injuries and, 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 I mean, we spoke about it last week, but then they thumped Leicester. The only advantage for Burnley here is that they are playing at Turf Moor. So yeah, whether right. or not they, so they know, they know the confinements of their little space, their little block that they create. Mosa knows playing for a side that defended 90 minutes all game when you can, yeah. when you can literally, when you have players that aren't doing anything creative and you can just be, Positionally correct and well communicated, it's always tough for another team to break you down. Am I right, also? You're right, but I still think like uh, Liverpool have enough players that have a creative capacity to unlock the Burnley defensive uh, barracks. Even if they park the bus, you do have uh, Sadio Mane, you do have Firmino, you do have uh, Salah, who should on their day should be able to uh, break uh, a Burnley defense uh, pretty pretty easily, if you ask me. I was quite impressed with the, the right back who was playing at uh, uh, yesterday for Liverpool. He's got a very good uh, right foot. He looks like a proper understudy for um, mm. Alexander Arnold. Trent. N- yeah, yeah Nico yeah. Williams. I mean, he's 19 years old. The only issue he has, which is obviously it's, it's normal for a player of his age, is the decision making. There's certain mm. times where he is, and also the issue is he's a defender who can play ball. So the the problem is when you when you're a manager and you've got a defender who can do that, you're never sure when he's going to take an extra touch and get caught out. I mean, they had, they had a moment yesterday or a couple of moments where he gave the ball away because he took those extra touches. So it's just decision-making, but that'll come with time, especially if he's learning from a guy like Trent. So, yeah, so, yeah. so a lot of positives from that perspective. Um, but I think, I think that's enough said. I think the fact that we've got two United guys, let's, let's, let's give a lot of airtime to a game that I don't think is going to be easy on paper. Well, it's not easy yeah. on paper at all. And I don't think it's going to be easy on the pitch. So let's talk about Southampton versus Man United. No, I think let's let's <laughs> let, 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 let let Sky start. Let's 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 hear what 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 Sky said about 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 the beloved, our beloved United. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, what uh, what does one say? Do we get the United against um, Istanbul Pashak Shahir, or do we get the United that played against Crystal Palace first game of the season? I do not know. So. Mm. It's an interesting one. I think. I think for me, you know what? It's another chance. It's another game where um, an Ole can play the same team that he played against Basak Shahir in terms of playing maybe a Fred, 
uh, a one-man CDM and playing uh, Van der Beek there and, you know, playing Rashford, Cavani, Martial, and obviously um, Bruno Fernandes. So I think it is because the team played really well on, on Tuesday. That They were really, 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 really good. Maybe a bit quiet in the second half, but they were really, really, really good. Um, I just don't want this whole thing of we go to St. Mary's, right, a team that doesn't have Danny Ings, and we're now going to start with Fred and McTominay or Fred and Matic. It's not one of those. I think it's time that we impose ourselves, especially against yes. those kind of teams. So I'm really hoping for a really attacking team, a team that if we score four, if they score two, if they score two it's fine. You know, but at the moment we're in the Premier League. All of a sudden, we just go back into our shell and we we set up honestly like we we are very um, you know we're one of the smaller teams or the teams that are outside the top six. With that said, our way our way uh, record is amazing, so that's the one plus for us. So our way record um, is amazing, and hopefully it carries on uh, being the same. And it's going to be interesting one. Danny Ings, uh, Southampton without Danny Ings is a total different ball game. It's, it's yeah. not the same. I mean, you know, obviously, there's a Thea Walcott there and there's a Shea Adams who, who shows a glimpse of brilliance there and there. But I don't think it's the same team. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, Wan-Bissaka is not too badly injured. If Lindelof is injured, it's fine. Tanzebe can go there. Lindelof can actually nurse his back. He's hurt his back since he ran down thieves in Sweden, by the way. So, maybe they need to look, <laughs> look for it. No, ever, since, ever since he ran after the TV, his back has been a problem. It's, it's yeah, one injury that's been bothering him. So, yeah, hopefully one Bissaka is back. Um, I'm not too sure how far Shaw is. I hope he stays far because Alex Tellez is, looks like he is something else. I think he's really, really, really something uh, to be excited about. Yeah, so because of the home f- away form, United, the way we played on Tuesday, and if he keeps the same or 95% of the team that played on Tuesday, a comfortable Man United win. It should be that case, right? Like the the United should be imposing themselves against teams yeah. like Southampton. They pump themselves up in the Champions League. They pump themselves up against the big teams, but they they just slip up points against uh, teams which they should be beating with the mm. players that they have. And sometimes it's it comes down to uh, that that factor that they don't impose a lot of their expression in the field. They they try and like protect you know, themselves you, you, from something. You know the funny thing with Man United is they they they. You know, in the Premier League, sometimes they want to behave like they're Arsenal, you know. They want to be cautious. They want to be cautious and, and, and be defensive and make sure the, 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 the back door shut and then only think about attacking later. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. the attack from the first minute, you know what I mean? Um, you know, a team like Arsenal scores zero or one goal. That's all. So Man United must at least try and impose themselves like they've done in the Champions League. Um, okay. And yeah, but you 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 will see what happens. You'll probably start with the, the McFred combination again, uh, which 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 is which I don't like. Um, you need to just start with one of them. Um, so they're trying they're trying to they're trying to mask they're trying to mask their 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 they're trying to mask their defensive deficiencies. And I think with Tanzebe, they would replace. We can definitely start with Fred and the big and then start with the attack that started, man. Um, yeah, as you're saying, Alex Tillis, man. Um, that 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 left foot. There's no one who can cross a ball like Alex, Alex Tellez. Like like he crosses it from anywhere, anywhere. He can just cross a ball. Mm. And his corners, his crosses. Like he just needs to obviously um, have a person at the end of it. Uh, and and then I think um, he will have a lot of assists this season. Fortunately, he's got yeah. a Cavani there, right in the in the mix of the box, who can actually look yeah. the, ball, yeah. the whole day. Oh, true. 
So that's what, I, that's what I would say, Musa. Like with, when I first saw Alex Telles play, I was like, "Oh my word! I cannot wait for Cavani to get to the end of these of these of these uh, of these crosses." You must, if you guys get a chance, you must watch the goal. Bruno Fernandez's second goal. It was the run that was made by Cavani. His movement of the ball is is unreal. You know, and no, he's, it was he's a, it, it's crazy. And it was a cross from Telles. The keeper. Missed it, and it was a tap-in for 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 Bruno, and he also went straight to to Cavani to say, you know, that was all your run. So hopefully yeah. he becomes the nine. Because Martial for me, yes, last year with those goals and that whole triple threat of Greenwood, Martial, and Rashford. But if you got a, a um, a, what's this? If you got a Cavani in your team, Martial can play on the left. I'm okay with him there. You know, yeah. Rashford on the right, play that Cavani. He's there for a year. Maybe he's gonna sign yeah. another year. But use him. We know he can score goals. What's happened yeah, to Greenwood, guys? You know, huh? no, no, there's there's Greenwood. a lot of things happening behind the scenes, sort of things. So. Nah, but but don't don't forget Greenwood. Who's this? I don't know the name. His, his, his friend, his friend, his, oh. his friend, his friend committed suicide. The Man City player committed suicide. Firstly, um, and then um, obviously, then he got a bit, he got he got a bit ill, um, and he couldn't and he couldn't um, be available for the Everton game. Uh, but he played in the he came off the bench in, in this game against uh, Istanbul. Um, and he created an assist for for Dan James, so he's back. Um, and I think obviously the media man, the media in the UK, they they they're getting on his back for no reason. You know what I mean? They're, they're making Foden. Up, they're making up stories. You know, Foden. Hmm. Oh, but, but Foden, uh, yeah, Foden's let go. For Foden's let been let go. The media doesn't say anything about Foden. Foden, for, don't forget, and Foden is is married, and he cheated on his or, or, or his fiance. I mean, he's he's engaged, but he cheated on his fiance um, by by bringing those girls. Greenwood has no girlfriend, but they on Greenwood's case. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's maybe a, that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe because of Maradona, as an example, we used to guy cheating on his wife, and because Greenwood's not doing it, we're like, this guy's not living a, a football rock star life. Come on, he needs to up his game a little bit. Maybe that's why he's not scoring goals. Get the cocaine out. Get all the other shit out. Those are Claudio's uh, views it. alone. We have to <laughs> put it in that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's Claudio's views alone, eh? Only Claudio, eh? Only Claudio, yeah. man. Uncut. But he's in the squad. Um, he'll be okay, man. I think um, he'll, he'll definitely um, get, get some minutes on the weekend off the bench, probably. Um, and yeah, and then, man, it's a long season, guys. Um, it was his first full professional um, season as a, as a footballer. There's a lot of demands mm-hmm. on it person um just give him time give him a chance he's only 19 years old and give him a chance to to flourish man and, and he will flourish he's got the natural talent um he's got he's scored some goals this season so so it's not like he's not scoring um yeah he just needs to be protected yeah let's um let, let's let's talk about the southampton side though they're 17 points at the moment they are in fifth spot um they haven't lost a game in five games they've won three out of five drawing two mm. so they're a difficult side they're well coached we know this by rolf um, we also know that you Ralph, mentioned Ralph, 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 he's got the likes of, of Walcott doing business. You've got, you know, I think for him, what's pretty key, unlike a United right now, is Southampton know they're back four. They know their side. They've got the Birchens mm-hmm. on the on the left. They've got Carl Walkers on the right, and they've got Vestergaard and I don't know the other Danish guys. Interesting name as well. But the same set of players going out week in week out. And when you guys are trying to set up a structure, and you know you're you're starting eleven, that only bodes well going forward. So that's going to be tough for United trying to break them down. 
Uh, Sky, in terms of this sort of fact, I mean, also, let's not forget, if Southampton win, they all of a sudden jump up. And if Liverpool and, say, Chelsea and Spurs drop points, yeah. they're in the top. They're in the mix. So, yeah. so why would they just roll over for United, for example? Sky, how do you think that's going to, dynamics going to play out between these two sides? Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, the, the thing is, though, with the Southampton team, it's it's quite amazing. I mean, they, they get a, what, it was a nine against Leicester. And then all of a mm. sudden, they go on this amazing mm. run and and do things that haven't been seen, done before. <laughs> Danny Ings, all of a sudden, he's playing like Aguero. So that's the thing. You don't know which, <laughs> you know, you, you don't know which Southampton team you will get on the day. I'm just hoping we get the 9-0 kind of Southampton team. But um, Ralph, Ralph is an absolute legend. I, I, as a coach, tactically, um, I, I, I think he's an amazing. He's very, very good. And um, you never know what he's going to bring to us. But you know, I just think, you know, five, okay, maybe not five years ago, because that was Van Hal and Moyes, maybe 10 years ago, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You know what I mean? We have to get back there as Man United. But you go to St. Yeah. Mary's, get the points and get out the way. You know, and that's it. You know, I obviously don't get, I mean, Ward Prowse. Jeez, like, Ward Prowse. <laughs> Jeez, like, he's, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got some anxiety about him because David De Gea and free kicks, they're not friends. They, I was they, about to say, I was about to say, ah. surely that's a worry. That has to be a worry. Yeah, oh, he's, the best, he, he's, he's the best free kick taker in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, Did, yeah. Huh? Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. No, but he Bale. Bale. Best free no, yeah, kick we, taker. Best free kick taker. Five five free kicks. Wonka misheard you. He thought you said best swing in the game. That's what he thought. Oh, swing, yes. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Wonka, Wonka. But Claudia, you're wrong. Yeah? No, no, no. I would say Wonka's probably left-footed, right? Yes, I guess. Yeah, okay, Sharp, let's move on now. Yeah, Sharp, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, what did you say? <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Sorry, man. I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, man. Yeah. I, I, just, I just knew one guy left foot because he's protecting the left footers' union. I, I like this, though. Uh, this, is a, this is a possible team chemistry in terms of what's happening with United at the moment. They just get so confused. You know, they interrupt, they cross lines, they, they can't finish things. I think yeah, this is what's happening here. Yeah, it, it's, it's, heavy, it's, like having, it's like having Dan James and, uh, and Fosu Mensa on the same flank. Crystal Palace, that game, remember? <laughs> hey! Yeah, that was horrible. That, that, was pain, that was painful to watch. Uh, Dan James needs to go out on loan, man. Wow. Yo. But, but you, you know what's hey. the other thing, though? You know what's the other thing? And I think we're hard on Dan James. And I, I know it's no, off topic, but Dan no, James no. was not bought to be a nanny or a Ronaldo. or He was meant to be a squad player, right? All of a sudden, last season, because of what happened with the it. injuries, yes. they Jeez, needed yeah. it. So, so yeah. for me, him coming off the bench in the Champions League, Getting that last that last minute goal counter attack. That's what he's there. For. He's not a he's not a Man United starter. He's not gonna you know win us the uh, the league or anything. So I think we must just mm-hmm. um, yeah, you true. know compare Relax. him and judge him to the likes of Pepe. You know and don't judge him to the likes of. It's hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Guys, impact, 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 impact players, impact players that play the league cup, impact players. That- League Cup, start in the League Cup, get... Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I mean, if Dan James, if Dan James rocks up on 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 Sunday and headbutts uh, Carl Walter Peters, we'll be fine. Get a red card. It's fine. It's this group. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> you know? game without him, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. It is, you don't lose much. You don't lose much in the team. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and what are you guys' thoughts about uh, Pogba? Um, do you guys see space for him actually uh, getting more involved in the centre mid there, or I uh, think it's best for him to be on the side? I think I think because he he's, he had a niggling injury, let let him let him start on the bench, um, and then he can come on in the last thirteen minutes. Um, I think I think let's let's not destabilize the team that won midweek. Let's mm. be obviously going to play back Fred because yeah, but still, Pogba must come on in the second half, um, and then obviously we're playing PSG during the week, uh, which is a crucial game. Um, which I don't know how he's going to line up. We probably for the back three, but it's kind of tough to line up with the back three without 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 Shaw. So I think Pogba can 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 he come off off the bench? He missed the last two games, um, and then and then next week maybe get 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 a start. Um, and I think that that'll be rather that'll be better than 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 starting him against Southampton. And also Southampton is a very good pressing team, um, and Pogba wants a bit more time on the ball. Uh, but also I think it's it's Solskjaer the way he uses him is not mm. the way he's supposed to be used. You know you know what I mean. So he's trying to. Utilize him in a way where he wants him to go get the ball from the goalkeeper, whereas you should rather place him um, closer to the center circle. You know what I mean? Where maybe maybe it gets you get you get the ball played out and then you pass it to him. Um, but yeah, Solskjaer is not using him properly. But uh, let him start on the bench. It's it's it's. it's cool. You guys think his agent might be be at it in January again? See, pushing for a move, possibly disrupting the United's sort of harmony, or we don't or lack thereof anyway, but disrupting whatever's left of it. <laughs> no, I, not now, not now, man. At the end of the season, at the end of the season, um, yeah, end of the season. Yeah, you'll have once you'll have one season to go mm. uh, with the club. Then he can, and then he can, and then if he can, if he wants to leave, I don't mind him leaving um, because um, I want him to be happy. If if that's if that's elsewhere, then then it's cool. You know, what I mean, we will we'll take the money and move on. All right. So, in talking about moving on, let's talk about the the big one for the weekend. Chelsea versus Spurs, guys. This is a big one. This yeah. is a big one. Lampard versus Mourinho. Um, yeah, you know, top of the table clash. Race. Yeah, Musa. Mm. Yeah. What are you feeling about all of this? Feeling, I'm feeling up for it. You know, like uh, as a Chelsea fan, I think we do have some firepower in our in our in our uh, artillery. We do have um, a solid defense. It's just uh, I'm concerned about the type of uh, Tottenham we'll be facing, man. Like if we do face a Tottenham that did pitch against Man City did pitch against Manchester United this season. We could be up for a really, really big clash. And um, Mourinho's tactics, they've, they've worked very well. He's managed to calm down a, a lot of big players in the league. And potentially, uh, guys like Ziyech and uh, Werner might have to um, face that this weekend. But I'm still up for it. You know, like um, I think Chelsea do have a lot of artillery in their, in their front six. There's options for the team to put. Um, um, I think Tottenham will start defending deep as they did against Man City uh, to just soak up that pressure, soak up that pressure and look for a counter. But I think with us uh, versus Man City, we'll have a lot more penetration. Man City was relying on Jesus to create something. They never had any more outlets in that front attacking force where I think a, a, a Chelsea could could have a little bit more options. We've got Abraham's... Uh, Firing on all cylinders. It seems like he's got a goal in him every game. Timo Werner is ready. It's just I think his finishing is a little bit 
lackluster from time to time. He gets in the right positions, but then he just doesn't have that quality finish can, which we do expect. Can, can, you, can we rewind to Abraham Mewer's goal in him every game? Let's rewind to that one. Yeah, yeah man, it looks like that. he has a goal in him every game. Like, um, every time he comes on, he looks like he's going to create something. He's one of those Inzaghi sort of looking players. You know, it comes off the elbow, hits the forehead, but it goes into the back yeah. of the net. Yeah. It's so a goal. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah, it's a goal. Like, um, um, uh, I, I don't That's look at it in the sense of, like, saying the, the most beautiful, most exquisite. Those you'll probably get from Ziyech, uh, Werner, and the likes. But Tony Abra- Tammy Abrahams, Abrahams will be in the box. And he'll be putting the, the centre-backs of um, Tottenham on their back foot. Dyer will have a tough day a tough day against him uh, if uh, Abrahams is there. It'll give Mason Mount a lot more space, CH a lot more space, um, oh. Werner a lot more space to actually attack these guys. And once they can attack that defence, I think they can turn them really, really quickly, especially with the pace and the, 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 the quality that they've got at the end of it. No, and when you compare the Yep. It's interesting. It's interesting you're talking about um Timo Werner. Um hey man, I saw on I, I didn't watch the whole game against against uh, Ren, but people are putting him on fraud watch apparently. Um saying that um <laughs> Liverpool Liverpool supporters are saying that whew, we dodged one. Hey, he missed he like he misses he misses too much. He's he missed <laughs> open, he's missed he's missed two open goals in two games. That that that's the thing. And even someone was making uh... that the fact that he he often He's one of those those forwards who takes a lot of chances um, to score goals. You know what I mean? Whereas, mm. whereas it's obviously um, other strikers are more clinical. You know, they 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 let's say out of out of out of three chances, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, hey, Sky, you got a fan there? Hey, 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 <laughs> but I hear you 100% um, uh, there, Silo. Like, that's my grievance at the moment as Timo Werner. He gets in the, the perfect positions for him to tap in goals. And then sometimes you find them going straight to the keeper or he fluffs them. Or, you know, there's just that uh, clinicalism that you need, which is, is it, it, it will come with time if we get patient and get him in the he'll keep being in those right positions it's just we need him to be a bit more clinical when he gets there and that's that's a concern whereas with a a son at Tottenham you give him one chance he'll give you something you give him two chances he'll give you something that type of dynamic we need a bit more from Timo Werner the 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 beauty that we have at Chelsea is that if Timo Werner is not scoring There'll be goals from everybody else. Whereas, mm. in my view, at Tottenham, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, they're going to have to fish a lot more Sonic. to get a lot more goals. Yeah, exactly. For me, there, there, there are two things to consider, and the first is right now he's creating a lot more. So whether or not he's contributing on the goal sheet is irrelevant because him playing on the left gives you, he gives you that sort of breakaway on the counter. And we saw the goal that he created yeah. for, for your man Abraham on the weekend. Oh, yeah. um, but the other thing to consider is the fact that he is still very young. Um, and you move to a club like Chelsea. Now, we know Chelsea are synonymous for, you know, breaking sort of, breaking players in a way. And it's, it's when I say, what I, what I mean by that is the, the crowd and the building, it's, it's very different. You know, it's run by this Roman oligarch. You expect it to come in and hit the ground running. And if you don't, it's very tough to redeem yourself. A Liverpool where it's more homely, it's more, you know, forgiving, for, so not, I know you're laughing, but that's that's no, the but reality. I hear you. I hear no, you. it's reality. Hear you. You've got Fernando Torres' case in point. You know, moved over and he came out in his latest documentary saying, you know, he didn't feel like it. Because, again, Chelsea isn't about who's a star player. Chelsea is about, you know, 
Oh, Chelsea isn't about like the main player. Yeah, it's about there's a lot of star players. It's not about one star yeah. player. There's a lot of them. So for yeah. Timo Werner, there has to be patience. I think he's playing for the right guy and it's sort of a Lampard. But we also know Lampard was the player that he was because he was ruthless. So mm. you've got Pulisic who is out, which is probably the only downer for you guys, but irrelevant. If we had to compare Chelsea to a, a Spurs for the weekend's game, Elder Varelt is out for another two to four weeks. He's not playing tonight. So I think yeah. that could be the difference on the, on the fixture on Saturday. Wonga, how do you think it's going to shape up with Mourinho and Lampard and more or less how that game is going to go in terms of, because both teams have shown they sit deeper when they play bigger teams. So how do you think this is going to work out? Yeah, see, that's the same thing I'm thinking. I mean, they've gone, they've gone out the other way. I mean, every every team that they think they can take it, they go out and they 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 set up in an attacking way. But now, I knowing Maruno, I think he he knows. I mean, that's definitely he's going to do that. Uh, the same thing with Man City. He's going to set up his defense well mm-hmm. and try hit them on the counter. And I think uh, with this game, especially with Maruno, the midfielders are going to have to hit a craft. Um, uh, and, and Bruno also has uh, he's also found a good combination with these uh, midfielders as well. Um, I think. Uh, Are you saying Mourinho? Mourinho. He's Maroon. Bruno, yeah, Bruno. Yeah. I tried to like overlook it, but I was like, this guy say Mourinho. <laughs> No, 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 he's not wrong, he's not wrong. He was Maruno when he was playing for the Devils. Now he's just wearing a white shirt, so it's different. Now he's back to Mourinho. <laughs> okay, so Mourinho, yes. So, but I think, yeah, with these, with these, uh, uh, with the Tottenham midfield now, um, I think, especially when they're under, with, uh, under Poch, they, the midfield is also strong as well. Jerry Eriksen, Deliari, all those guys were clicking um, and they were feeding the, the strikers. And you can see that happening now as well. Um, they can... I mean, those guys, they're working well going back. And the most important thing is they're giving proper delivery for the strikers. Mm. Not trying to do any, not trying to do too many passes. The first instinct is, can they get the strikers in on goal? Um, and they do that well. And I think playing against Chelsea, um, yeah, Chelsea, they've, they've found they've, they, they're getting a bit of clean sheets now. But I don't think they'll be able to keep a clean sheet. With, uh, they do have a better keeper now, 100%, much, much better keeper. Um, yeah. He'll be let's say let's let's say he'll be put to the test definitely against uh, uh, Charles. Harry Kane. Okay. Yeah, they'll definitely put su- him, test him out. I was super impressed with uh, how um, Mourinho's been coaching Tottenham. Like uh, to see Sissoko in some of the positions that he was covering yeah. over the weekend was impressive, man. Like it's mm. it's crazy how even like um, marshaled the team to cancel players like De Bruyne. Uh, from uh-huh. creating any any uh, penetration for Man City, and that's my concern. That players like Ziyech might be um, not necessarily man marked, but uh, their space and their uh, room to express themselves might be cancelled. Which is what Mourinho is very good at doing. He's very very good at in in enforcing an approach which will cancel out the the, the more meaningful players from a game. So yeah. that's that's my concern. But I, I still do think we have enough artillery going forward. Even off the oh. bench, we can uh, bring in players like Atsen uh, um that can give us different dynamics. We can even get a Giroud in who can give us something to then um, uh, make Tottenham think a little bit more, which mm. is which I, is what, what I'm I, excited about. Yeah, I have two things here. Uh, the first thing is, I think, you know, this time last year, if maybe this match was being played um, when Tottenham weren't looking so good and it was Mourinho's first, well, it was actually half a season, I would definitely say Chelsea because they just, 
they they look good going forward. Not too sure about the defense yet, but they look very good going mm. forward. But I think Tottenham right now being at the top, they coach is Mourinho. It's a second season. We always know what happens in a second season. <laughs> You know, and and yeah. I, I mean, I, I, listening to just his press conferences in the last couple of weeks, we they, there's something about Mourinho that is back. You know, even the yeah. press conferences are different. You know, I mean, the rant he went on about the FIFA Best Awards. I mean, two years ago at Man United, he probably would have said no comments and then carry on. But that <laughs> cockiness is back. The cockiness is back. I was looking at the Mourinho cam on the Tottenham page the other day. You see, even on the side of the field, doesn't care if Pep Guardiola is yeah. But he's telling Rugalon that you know take Morris out or you know or, mm. or, or, or so th- that that side of him when that is back and that fire is back. Number one, you see it with his behavior, you see it the way he talks, and also you just see it on the field. I think he'll go mm. to Stamford Bridge with a plan, obviously not to lose. If we can win, it's fine. But this time sure. he's actually at the top, so he mm. probably needs them because he looks around him. He looks okay. Well, Liverpool are playing Burnley. He looks around that this one is playing this one. I have to maybe here yeah, get at least a draw. It's a good point. And then um, all look for the win. So I think that the tactics, we know what we're going to get. But we're not sure of the team we're going to get, you know, is mm. is is, uh, is with the, the whole Toby Alderweireld thing. Obviously, he's out. He's not playing tonight. So we don't know who's going to play there. Um, in the midfield, is he going to play in Dombele? Is he going to play La Salso? We don't know. Is he going to play Harry Winks? Is he going to play Emora, Birdvine? Uh, I think we uh, do know uh, that Bale's not going to play. And that's yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> goal yeah, happening this weekend, I think. The Bale, interesting, the, the question, or the, the cloud regarding Bale, yeah. is that he's not going to be using the big games because, number one, he's a luxury player and Mourinho knows that. He's going to bring him on against the smaller teams, but against the big teams where he needs players to run for 90 minutes, he's not going to, he's not going to risk a result to put a bail no. on the field. But 100%. Would, 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 would you be surprised if he plays him, though? 100%. It creates some attacking shocked. impetus on those counter-attacks. It would be no, yeah, meaningful so, to have a bit. Yeah, for, for me, I wouldn't. That's start. Mourinho for you. You know, yeah. I mean, when against Man City last week, I had no idea that a Bergwijn was going to start. I can tell you that Good for free. That, yeah. that, that, that was like, I was like, oh my word, is he rekindling what happened last year when he scored on debut and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, also he's, uh, he's quite a... He's kind of emotional, yeah, and he's a, he's also kind of sentimental, mm. like, you know. So Mourinho would love to start Bell. Bell scores two goals or a hat trick or scores the winner, and you know who's the man? Mourinho then Bell, you know. Oh my word! Yeah, yeah that's Mourinho for you, you know. And he's going to he's going back to Stamford Bridge. He's yeah. going back to Stamford Bridge, guys. He's yeah. uh, he's, it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be uh, easy there for 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 Chelsea. But the, the second thing I wanted to talk about is I'm just also quite keen for the matchups. I mean, um, ZH against uh, Rugelin on the other side. You know, we got we got uh, uh, Nati or, so, or yeah, Aurier. well, Aurier, yeah, yeah. You know, we got Aurier yeah. that side um, against Werner. So that's going to be interesting. Kane with Son against Thiago. You know, and 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 Zuma or Rudiger, you know, that's gonna that's gonna be very very interesting. So I think those aspects of the game are gonna be very exciting. Um, I wanted to ask you something, Musa. I've asked so many people about this Chelsea fans. What's this dirt, um, Mason Mount has on Lampard? Because I think he has <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, I keep I keep I keep I keep I I asked this the other time. I was like, apparently. It's, it's, it's like he's, he's, he's dead. 
So he's playing. He's playing his side. He's playing his side. That's that's all he's doing. You know. But 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 one thing I will give Mount guys is Mount has started to look like that player that yeah that Lampard sees. He started. And that player ah. that, that that we are referring to is uh, in in uh, in uh, in a very big degree a spitting image of a Lampard when he was younger. Exactly. You know, yeah. sometimes that type of player needs a bit of confidence from his coach to say, "Look, I see all the big players that we've brought here. I, I've bought them. I, as a manager, I've bought all these big players, but I have faith in you, and I've brought you along as well. As well, you're probably the youngest in the bunch here." You, you're probably not seen as the most affluent, but if you do well, you can then uh, run to be the best player in the, in the team. And Mason Mount, is, he's taken that challenge and actually lived up to it, in my view, because he's, he's, he, yes. he creates a lot of opportunities, he, cre- he destabilizes a lot of teams, he gives you a lot of work ethic, and he, he doesn't lose the ball a lot. And that's very similar to uh, a Lampard approach. Lampard is yeah. a lot more... Uh, prolific going forward in terms of like a center attacking midfielder who could score from taking shots from distance. Mount mm. is trying that out as he goes now. But it, it needs confidence from that type of age. You know, it's not like a, a, a ready fit type of uh, approach. So so you say that Musa, but in your best team, everyone fit, does Mount have a place? Everyone's fit. So Pulisic, <laughs> everyone, everyone's fit. Yeah, Pulisic is a play. big player for that team, man. Yeah, yeah, everyone fit. No, he Constant. doesn't have a place in the team. Yeah, uh, there'd be Havertz, Pulisic, uh, Ziyech, uh, Werner. Um, even up front, I'd have to put. I'd, I'd put Tammy Abrams up front. Even Jorginho would have to sit a little bit for me. He'd have to be on the bench. I'd put a Kante there. It'd be it'd be difficult for Mount to start, but mm. I see why he does start, and his performances do allow him to start right now because. It, it 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 creates a lot more impetus for Chelsea going forward. Um, and about the first point that you raised there, Sky, regarding Mourinho and the, the way he's looking, um, he does look like that type of Mourinho, which is even having like sideline banter with these players, pushing mm. them to become uh, better at what they're doing. Uh, looking at um, uh, Regalon, that type of bet that he put of like the Hamo Ambiluko, where he says, okay, I'll get you a leg of Hamo Ambiluko if uh, the player doesn't pass you the whole day. If um, Harry Kane, Harry Kane looks like a a, a a different type of mold of striker now. He's uh, yeah. he's like a center attacking striker. Can I say that even? He's a, he's yeah, a, he's a, a nine and a half. He's a nine and a half. <laughs> he's, 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 he's the best. He's the best version of what Firmino is. Huh. <laughs> Defensive striker. <laughs> That's what that's uh, I'm, I'm not even going to comment because we, we go down this rabbit hole every <laughs> time. So I don't know that shit. No, it's, no, it's super exciting to see Mourinho like this as well, man. Like, um, I think um, it, it's showing that second season approach which he has with teams where it's like, hey, it's a Mourinho that can get you the result, Mourinho that can bring, liven up the camp. And that's the big concern that we had with Tottenham at the beginning of the season. We were worried about the characters in his team more than himself. And it seems like he's getting those characters to come to... To, to the party, which is which is exciting to watch. And, and and in getting there, you look at the things he's done, especially this season, he's done two things. He's obviously changed Kane's position. I mean, under Poch or anyone else, no one touches Kane. Kane is Spurs. And yeah. then, secondly, what he's done to Dele Ali. I mean, Dele Ali was the, was, I swear the stadium was built for him. And he's told them, listen, yeah, I'm the boss, <laughs> you can go. And I think players yeah. see that and they say, you know what? 
if we don't get our shit okay, yeah, we are, are going. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Been a case in point. Huge sign yeah. for him. He benched him. He said, you're overweight. You're sucking ass. Get better. Yeah. Now look at it. Nice, isn't it? Ali, by yeah. the way, is being linked with a move to Everton. And so is Winks, apparently, for January. So that's that's interesting. I do I do think Ali's time's up at Spurs. No, Winks, but, Winks mustn't go. Winks mustn't go. He's got, he's got space off the bench. Yeah. But Ali seems like he has to go. I'm not yeah, even Ali sure has, if Everton Ali, will Ali suit him to well, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, you can't you have Ali and James in the same or James, James in the same team. You can't. You can't do that. Ali, 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 Ali needs to needs to needs to leave, man. Uh, oh, what's the team that takes other players that were good at other teams? West Ham. Yes. West Ham. I don't know, I don't know if Sky's been listening to our shows, but he knew that answer off the bat. Talking talking about London sites, let's move over to the one where, you know, Wonga comes onto the show and for the last couple of weeks, he's been a little bit optimistic, but I can actually see it in his face now, the optimism slowly seeping away from that, that wonderful smile he normally has. Arsenal versus Wolves. Yo, what, what a tough game. Yes, it's Wolves. Um, <laughs> what a know, yeah, Wolves, they were... It, like what Cousinal knows as well, I've always, uh, I always like watching Wolves. Um, the thing I liked about them is that every time they played a big team, um, they, they, didn't, they, didn't, they don't deter from their, their style of play. They, they want to go score goals and they want to try and win the game they're playing. There's not this thing of trying to defend and, you know, just try and uh, try and survive the game. They literally play every game to try and win. Mm. Um, and you can look at the individuals, the players they have. I mean, this now they've brought in uh, Prodence. Uh, they've let go of someone like Yota um, and they're bringing people to the place. Uh, but it's, 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 I mean, everything you can see, the players they're trying to bring in is just trying to complement the way they play. They're not going to sacrifice uh, the way they play uh, uh, their, their philosophy. And that's what I like about them. Um, and that's that's why I think they also gave Man City trouble over the years. But now I look at it; they also they literally in this. If I look at Arsenal and then they they in this, they've got the same amount of goals. They've got the same amount of goals conceded. Um, looking at the stats, I mean they've got. The, I mean even their form; it's a draw, last draw. It's a draw and a game before is a last game before is a win for both teams. But Wolves yeah. has one one point more than Arsenal. And mm. one thing I was looking at, I was also looking at, like, Arsenal, the one thing that worries me, and I've said it to you guys all, is that they're not scoring. And, and, it's, and it's probably a result as well. They're not, even the last two games seen, they hardly take shots. Wolves are take, I think Wolves, they, the stats say they've taken this season 112 shots. That's in the Premier League. Arsenal have taken 82. That's, a, that's significant. So what's going to happen this weekend, um, unless by some miracle, but definitely we don't have... Nothing is changed. Uh, what's his name? Pakayo Sako is also not uh, going to be able to play. It doesn't look like he's going to be fit. There's optimism there, but it's definitely not going to play. So mm. definitely Wolves are going to hit us with more shots. So Leno has to be up to the task that game. Um, I'm trying to be have a bit more realistic now, with, uh, <laughs> especially what's happened in the past, uh, the past two games. Uh, but I definitely think Wolves are going to see, they will see this as a game that they can win. It's points they can pick up, uh, whether it be a draw or, or a win. Uh, I appreciate your honesty. But here's the positive thing, yeah. though, for you, uh, yes. Wonga. Right now, you've mentioned it, we've touched on it, is that Wolves are a bit all over the place right now. Yes. They've changed their formation the last game that for the first time in a couple of years. He's played four at the back. Connor mm. Cody might not be available because apparently he's come in contact with someone who's got corona. 
We know things aren't very happy with Traore at the moment because he's not getting game time. So the talks of him signing a new contract have stalled. So the, the things, I don't know if it was the Jota thing that was the catalyst to all this madness in the, the Wolves camp, but it mm-hmm. seems a bit uncertain at the moment. So if there was ever time to like face a side and if you haven't scored, it is a Wolves because like you said, they're conceding goals. So I think for us, though, it's deciding who's going to score for an Arsenal and put all that money on that because we, we'll make some money. I think that, yeah. <laughs> that's the sort of thing. But, yeah. but you see, that's the thing is that the thing that worries me is that even, even though Wolves are not, are not scoring the goals, they're taking the shots. <laughs> you know, they are taking the shots. Uh, and the stats tell you Arsenal are not taking the shots. So they're probably going to be Arsenal going to come out there and it's against Wolves. They're going to come out there, take one, two shots, um, maybe three in the game, the whole game. Um, and I think Wolves will be aware of that. Those guys are going to be hammering left, right, and centre. They're going to be taking shots. I think uh, Wolves they played. Uh, it was against Man City this uh, this uh, this year. They should have won that game. They should have yeah. won that game. Yeah. The opportunities yeah. were there. They broke down the City defence. Now I'm looking at our Arsenal defence. Yes, we've got uh, two centre backs. Uh, David Luiz, Gabriel have been playing well this this uh, uh, this year. Uh, but uh, I just uh, I'm just worried. I mean, you have got someone like, in fact. They put it like this. Um, Arsenal have said, and I, th- I think it's a big reason why we can't even get the shot on target, is that creativity in the middle. Um, and obviously, the obvious reason is Uzo. There he is on the so, front so Talking about and, the, the creativity, though, uh, Wonga, mm. sorry to, to interrupt you, but you know, you had your Inter shirt on there on Tuesday on the background. The talks are still yes. going on with this possible move for Ericsson at a, at a cut price. Yeah, you see, um, that would be great for the team. Um, it's definitely something we need. Um, they asked Arteta about it uh, yesterday, press conference, and he said, like every other manager, we don't talk about players that are not in our team. Mm. Um, that's that same typical uh, answer. That's a but... standard like football manager response. Mm. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they tell him. I, they're pretty sure they, they learn it even if they don't understand English. That's the one line they'll know. Football manager. Yeah. Uh, when asked about other players, I only focus on my own. Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> But obviously, that's uh, for I think any manager. Shaka for if they say they swap Shaka for for Ericsson, I don't care what team you're in. That's a that's a no brainer. <laughs> swap the car out, especially if you've got uh, if you've got no one who can create chances. Um, yeah, Wolves at that. Wolves have people. They got Jean uh, Moutinho. I'm not sure how on their fitness, and they've got uh, Prodence as well. Nevis. Yeah, Nevis. Uh, Nevis. It's it's worrisome. I watched them against. Uh, Man City, I saw them against South, Southampton as well. The way they're passing, trying to get the ball in, it's not, it's not uh, this Arsenal, this Arsenal thing of ball goes wide, then it takes uh, a moon shape all the way to the other wing. Then if there's nothing in the middle, it goes back. Then it goes, comes around. It's, it's. You can even, I'm pretty sure you can draw, uh, draw, draw like a box around where the ball is going. It's just probably just as a box like that. It's so, it's so boring. That's a great uh, idea for like a, a coloring in book or something. Draw the dotted lines. Yeah, yeah. You can start like awesome coloring <laughs> in books. Yeah? yeah, like and that's the thing. Watching Wolves, um, Wolves way they, the way they try to, oh, to try to open up, they play against Southampton, try to open them up, uh, and even not even get Southampton. All the other games they've played, I think they've just been really unfortunate um, in in t- in terms of not converting um, their chances. But Arsenal, it's it's, it's pretty obvious. They've got less shots than everyone else. Um, and that's why they're not scoring. They're, you're not shooting. You're not shooting enough on target. Even they've got pretty much. I think the Wolves also have 34% accuracy. Uh, but I mean, they're the ones taking more shots. I don't think the accuracy it, um, is, it, it matters much now if you're not if you're not taking more shots. Wanga, I want to ask you this: um, 
the whole Pepe sort of dilemma, the amount of money he's come in for, he's obviously, mm-hmm. Sky spoke about the red card. He's now received a three-match suspension. He's playing tonight, by the way. Uh, yes. Arteta's coming out saying he's got to harden up. He's got to harden up. We've spent a lot of money, so we have to invest time and make it work mm. for you. And they're supporting mm. him. Do you think he mm. can turn this around? Because right now, I, I, I feel like it's, it's very... He's an easy target, like we spoke about this on Tuesday, but the problem is yes. there's a lot of things broken around him. So it's even more frustrating for a player like that who wants to have an impact but can't. So, yeah, with Arteta, he was... Uh, yeah, you're saying he's, 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 being, he's trying to be hard on the guy. In fact, he said he is. He's being hard on him. In fact, he's, the word he said was he's, he's demanding it from him. Um, he's demanding... He understands uh, Pepe's pre, uh, potential. Um, and he's trying to demand that potential out of him now. Um, he said it was difficult for the guy when he came in. He's not speaking the language. Um, he hadn't settled in, into the country yet. Um, mm. and I think that was also reasons why. And they said they could literally see that um, when he was uh, uh, training. And I think that's probably the reasons why he wasn't uh, starting last season. But now you got 70, 72 million. Um, he shows the poten- He has the potential to play like that. And I think Arteta's just gone that route now. He says, look, they understand. He's got. Uh, he's, he's had the frustrations. Um, he said, uh, "Yeah, he the first thing he said the first thing he did when he got out, he apologized to the the the, the teammates. He apologized correctly to the fans, and Arteta was happy with that. Um, he just says now we need to move on, um, and that's exactly why he's played him in today's match as well. He's just trying to give the guy opportunity to also uh, sort of demand it out. He says, obviously, it's, it's big money. You are the guy. We spent the big money. We had this talk before." You have to be that person who's trying to demand. He said that's the route he's going to take, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a. I think it's the correct route uh, to go to go for yeah. considering well, Pepe. Yeah. You know what? You said something interesting there. Um, mm. There's certain words that can't be together in a sentence, and 72 mm. million in potential cannot be. We can't mm. be having potential at 72 million. Uh, um, I understand, but. And, and and, and no, no, but I'm just saying we we yeah. we and unfortunately the player doesn't say his price obviously so you can't blame that to the player but also I think a Pepe could be a victim of being signed by the coach who later got sacked and then now you have this coach who probably wouldn't have signed you mm. you know what I mean because mm. as 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 much as he says he's giving him time. You know, if he was your marquee signing, probably your. If you look at the price tag in terms of marquee signing with that seventy-two million from the last ten years, you haven't spent that amount of money. You know, mm-hmm. whatever coach comes in, that oak should say, you know what, seventy-two million, you're good enough, you as good, probably signed to replace the Sanchez. You come in here and play, and that unfortunately, I just think that he just doesn't feel him. He doesn't play him. He doesn't play him enough. He he always has to come impact a game, and he doesn't mm. start him in big games, and it's a problem. It's it's you, a big and, and you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't listen what... to his press conference, but you know, just listening to you guys say now. Yeah, I think with Pip. No, I want to add on what 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 Sky says before you before you comment, one guy said, and it's not like William is playing well. So it's not like the person mm. who's in the position is playing well. So it's different if the person who you, you, you're fighting for a position with is playing amazingly well, he's the best player or the uh, top three best players in the team, but William is not shooting the lights out. So um, Pepe should be getting a chance to play. It's yeah. just that he got a chance against Leeds and then got sent off. But whereas mm. the game is coming off the bench, he's playing in the Europa League, 
and Willian still starts. Willian is not has only played one good game, which was against Fulham the first game of the season, and otherwise Willian's not been showing up. You know, what I mean? and and that contributes to the whole thing with Arsenal and not scoring goals and and not shooting and everything. Like like there's no creativity. You know, what I mean, like nothing's going yeah. on. And yeah, man, it's just just dysfunctional. You know, what I mean, a Pepe comes into a team like that, and then it's not doing well going forward. So then he can't even pick it up because the rest of the team is not even playing well going forward. I do want to say yeah. that based on what Sky said, sorry, Wonga, is that he is a victim of the seventy-two million that was forked out. It was a case yeah. built up that they hadn't signed for a long time, and at the time, he wasn't. Arsenal weren't the only club trying to pursue him. I know Liverpool were looking mm-hmm. at him. There was one or two other Premier League sides. I think even United as well. And obviously, Lille, Lille took took advantage of that and hiked up the price. And unfortunately, this is the consequence where Arsenal took all the money that they haven't been spending and spent it on one player. And they were like, "Well, we expect you to do things, even though it was for potential." Sorry, Wonga, you were saying. Yeah, no, no, I do agree with you guys uh, in terms of that. But again, I think that still relates to what Oteta is still saying. It's just, yeah, it's everything, it's happened, you know. The the 72 million has happened. You signed the contract, you hear now, you hear now. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. And now the thing he's saying is that, like, we can see, that obviously your game is not... Uh, the, the, the mistakes, the, the things he can improve on, but I'm thinking, mm. not what I'm thinking, but it's also saying it's not only on the field, it's also off, off the field things that he's also trying to also help the guy with as well. He also, he hasn't, I don't, he has not settled in, um, uh, whoever his fault that is, but he's not settled in 100% um, into London, is that from my understanding? Um, and I think that's what they're trying to do, is help this guy settle in um, and also give out performances. But now he's at a point now, Tito's saying, is, look, he's demanding it from him because we need it. We need it. Jesus, but you know what? Uh, but I, Arsenal, I understand Arsenal what you say. Yeah. Arsenal must be a hostile place for players to settle in because Saliba sure. is on his way up, £90,000 a week. He's, he's going out for a loan. You do have a player yeah. who wants to go back to Arsenal, though. It's Jack Wilshire, who's still without sure. a club at 28 years old. He's saying a dream move would be to come back to an Arsenal. So, yeah. Um, so, Jack Wilshire, in his case, again, they asked Teta and he said, look, it's nothing the club has looked at. Um, he says he knows Jack Wilshire, he respects the guy, um, he's, he's a, he was a good person on and off the field. He says he's one person he has 100% respect for, but it's not, I mean, they've asked him many questions and the same response was that it's the club has not even looked at it. Mm. Like I said, is they, I asked him, do they, do, do, is there, they asked him first, do, do, what about Jack Wilshire coming back? And that's the response he gave. And then they asked him, is there a possibility of him training? Uh, anytime soon? And he gave the same reply and that the club, it's not, it's nothing that the club has looked at. That's the only thing he said. Um, in terms of now, um, this thing, the, the, they also asked him, I think it was also a very important question. Um, they asked him about a bombing. Um, does the club rely on him for goals? Um, and that, uh, yeah, we, mm. we do. Uh, last season, he admitted it. And I also think it's the truth. Uh, the stats even said, last season, if that guy was not scoring the goals for us, uh, yes, yeah, so we wouldn't be reopened even. Um, yeah, it was amazing then, to even see him score that many goals. Team. With that same Arsenal, he's signed yeah. the team. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. two fifty thousand pounds. He's after he signed that thing. Three fifty. But after he signed that I... thing, he didn't have to do anything. He was like, ah, I'm getting yeah. it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. He went to go hang exactly. out with Ozil. So think... Yeah, he's, he's, he's with all the dudes from Arsenal fan TV on the weekends after the game. He's like, yeah, my team shit. They're right? Am I right? They're like, yeah, yeah, no, they shit. He's like, well, at least I get to have drinks with some guys that know some football. 
I think that's what's going on there. So I think, uh, yeah, so I think with, with the, with the, with, that's why he's also now trying to bring in someone like Thomas uh, Partey. He can also try to give us goals from the midfield. But now, coming this, thinking about this game right here, someone I think yes. as well that could give us goals was, was uh, Sak, was uh, 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 Saka. But now he's, uh, he's obviously, I, I doubt he's going to play this weekend. Um, obviously now uh, we've got, I think William is probably the one. Now Pepe is definitely not going to play. Lacazette, I'd, I'd, he has to. So... I think he has to get a run out on the weekend. And play, I think play, if he doesn't play. deliver, he's done. Play, play, that's the case. Play that's Ketia. No, play Ketia. That's the case. Yes. Yeah. What about this? Ketia. What about this as a solution? Giroud. Let him leave Chelsea. Bring him back. Bring him back yeah, to He spoke about it. He he had a comment about that, that his game time at the moment is not happy. So yes. it's actually a very... It's a very yeah good uh, good idea yeah. It is a club. It is a club. But in sense, but you see now, Claudio. In terms of that, that's why I say that when I look at Arsenal and Wolves, I see them almost like two teams in the same situation. You've got the managers trying to deal with backroom problems. Not I know not all the change rooms are yeah. perfect, but they, I think they they sort of problems are of <laughs> very similar. Um, trying to keep players happy. Um, they're literally sitting same goals. Same same goals for same goals same goals conceded same form. Uh, the only difference I see is that Wolves are the ones that are, are they have a bit more creativity in the middle, and that mm. that that's what worries me going into the game. Uh, that's 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 why I say that that's the only thing that worries me. And I think you're 100 correct, Bonga. Um, hmm. Moving on, guys. Oh, Sky, our, our number one, who's on here every week. Marcus, he's on. Uh, he's a bit late. He's a bit tired. Marcus, Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to the the betting corner, i.e., uh, the predictions that we make. And let's start off with the first game, Liverpool or Burnley Liverpool. And we'll move from Wonga when he yes. oh, let's rather start. Let's rather start at Celo. We'll go Celo, Wonga, Sky, <laughs> Mosta, and Mendy. Yes, <laughs> sorry guys, my battery's dying. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Celo, go for it. What's the oh. prediction? Go, Celo. What, what match, guys? Liverpool-Burnley. Uh, Liverpool-Burnley. Oh. Burnley-Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. Okay, 2-0 to Liverpool. Yeah, I think... If Liverpool play the same defence, like, I think Liverpool's... Def- the last game they played, the defence was a huge problem in <laughs> against Atlanta. Uh, Burnley going forward... Yeah, I just... Uh, I don't see them losing it. Maybe... I'll just say a 3-1 to Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, if they play the same defence. 3-1 to Liverpool. So, I think this one is going to be pretty simple. You know what we're going to get from Burnley? Long balls, challenging that yeah. uh, new look. Uh, Liverpool back four. Um, they're not going to play much. So, I'll give them a goal, but I'll say 3-1 um, Liverpool. Yeah, I follow, I follow through with that as well. That 3-1, I think... We will see uh, Burnley do attack them on the long balls to destabilize mm. the defense, but they do. Liverpool do have enough like attacking prowess to unlock their defense and create a lot more individual goals. So I do see a three-one for. And, and, and you know, you know, a team is cut. You know, a team is cut when they get a free kick. Like after twenty minutes, it's close to halfway. The keeper comes out. Everyone goes into the box and they just fuck it there, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, I and can't watch for something. You would have hated watching us play. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Tax football. Tax football. No, we had. We were told um, 
before, I think it was just before the final, Mosa, we make the final varsity cup. I get called in by the coach and I get sat down. And uh, literally, I should you not, it was a 45-minute conversation. Claudio, and I played right back. Claudio, you're not allowed crossing the halfway line. You need to sit back and you need to defend for 90 minutes. Uh, that's literally the conversation, yeah. And I went up anyway and ended up scoring in the final head, Musa. Am I right? We did a little celebration. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry, what, what, is, what is the... What is the... 3-1, was it? It was 3-1 from Yeah, 3-1 from, from my side, yeah. 3-1. I, this is the first time I'm going to agree with Celo on anything, really. Uh, I'm going to say 2-0 to Liverpool. <laughs> um, next game we're going to talk about is Southampton United, the big one. Celo, we're going to keep the same... Actually, no, sorry. Marcus Not said we start with Wanga. Wanga, Celo, Sky, Mosa. Always start with you, Wanga. That's the, the new format of the show, according to our, our number one viewer. <laughs> Southampton versus Man United. <laughs> I will go a 1-1 draw. Hey, oh wow! One-one draw. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I, say, the wheel. I say, I say, <laughs> I say, I say, two-one, two-one to Man United. Um, our waveform is 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 impeccable, hundred percent this season, and um, also the end of the last season. We didn't we, we didn't um, give away points away from home. So two-one to Man United. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see us going up 2 0 very early. Um. To score a third, like after 80 minutes, and then they'll score something at the end with uh, Theo Walcott. So I'm going for another 3 1. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a very, very frustrating day for Man United again. There's going to be a lot of questions asked about uh, what are they planning in terms of formation, in terms of players. And I do see uh, Southampton coming out prepared for this, uh, well coached, and frustrating Man United's players. So I do see a 1 1 for this. Yeah, I, I, I mean, their form is something, right? So they do well a game, next game they come back down. And I think on yeah. the graph, that's where we're looking. So based on what the other Mosa and Wonga have said, I actually wrote this before the game. I also think 1-1. I think Southampton are very defensively well put together and I think it's going to be hard for United. I think the counter, they're, they're, going, to be, they're going to have a lot of ball, United, and I think they, uh, Southampton is going to sit deeper and wait for their chance. And I think they're going to take it when they get the chance. So 1-1. Even Marcus agrees, 1-1. Well, there we go. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, the first time we've had four people say the same score. Okay, next game. Chelsea Spurs, the big one of the weekend. Wonga, have a crack, son. <laughs> Andy Gray. Uh, when, I look, <laughs> when I look at this. Oh, 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 oh he's got. He, he's charging. He when he looks at this, oh. he has to leave. <laughs> oh, but he got, he got confused. Marcus, Marcus, put him under pressure. He just I think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, a two one two one win to to Tottenham. Um, I think that um, the confidence that um, Tottenham have um, and that they've built up, um, I think uh, it will be a tactical mastermind. Uh, uh, Jose Jose Mourinho. Um, against against um, his 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 his, his uh, protege um, Lampard, I think I two one definitely to Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, hey, welcome back. Back in time. I was about to say, I was about to say Spurs. <laughs> Spurs are gonna win. Uh, you see, not even the gods are allowing that. <laughs> Spurs <laughs> win. Uh, that's what I'm going to it's, say. It's 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 the North London North London mafia, bruh. North London mafia. Yeah. Here, 
Hey, so I'll say it again. Let's hope it goes through. 3 1 to Spurs. 3 <laughs> 1. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 3 1 to Spurs. It's quite scary. Oh, you, agreed because... with, you agreed with Marcus. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, like yes. in, in terms of Wanga's predictions and uh, Marcus's predictions, that's uh, that would build a case where uh, Chelsea would capitulate in the same manner that we did see. Uh, Manchester uh, United capitulate against um, uh, Tottenham earlier this year, and I don't see yeah. uh, us setting up us setting up that way with the types of players that we do have, like uh, Kante, Thiago, and um, uh, that the the back. I don't see us capitulating uh, in that in that fashion, especially with the players that are uh, on form at the moment at a Chelsea, uh, the attacking players that are there, I think expecting just one goal from them isn't isn't a fair representation of what the guys can do. Maybe it, it does speak to what uh, Mourinho can produce on the day. You know, he can cancel out a lot of that uh, firepower that we do have at the moment, but I do see us winning it 2-1. Um, what you guys just witnessed there was a goal lounge thesis put together to defend an argument. Thank you, Mosa. Um, I'm going with I'm going with the <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You, you didn't ask Sky. Oh, do you know the, the, the thing? Cor- corruption. Corruption. No, my 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 position is quite simple. Um I'm a big Mourinho fan. I think he's got his swagger back and he's gonna go to Stamford Bridge to smash and grab yeah and i reckon one nil spurs yep yep yep, yep, one yep. Nil I, mean, spurs. I, I said i said two no there's no ways Mourinho's letting lampard get the better of him there's no way yeah, like you happening. said he's in the right he's in the right frame of mind he is where like he's even he's mr instagram now as well guys let's be honest he's reached new levels so yeah. i think it's going to be a two nil victory for spurs that's what i'm thinking i mean i could be wrong because chelsea could get one goal but as far as the victory, it's definitely going to a Spurs. 100%. Last game, last game, Arsenal versus Wolves. Yo. Mm-hmm. I Wonga, your team. I, <laughs> Tough times in that yeah. team. <laughs> Wonga, I, I, I want to give, I want to give Arsenal a goal. I want to at least give Arsenal a goal um, because I feel bad for the team. So I think one. Let me give you guys a one-one because last week I said that. Arsenal was going to draw against um, Leeds, and, Leeds. And, it happened. and it and it happened. Um, as I, I predicted, one one, but it was actually a stalemate of zero zero. Um, so this 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 week, let me give you another goal. This week, ah, he's. So yeah, I draw a one one draw. Yeah. Cool, Sky. Yeah, I also see this one being a draw. Um, I think, oof, yeah, I just you can't choose between them. I mean, Wolves not the same as last season. Jimenez, I mean, I hope he he fires for my fantasy. But besides that, yeah, he he hasn't been the same. So I'm also going for a draw. But I think there's going to be more goals in it. Um, I'm going for a two-all draw in that one. Uh, just like Marcus, I wish they could bring Ozil back, man, because. Uh, right now, uh, Arsenal do lack that creativity in the, the final third and getting players. That's and that's why I think players like Pepe are having such a difficult time. They've mm. been given the task of mm. having to create a lot more action for the team up there, which mm. 
I don't know if they're ready for that type of responsibility. There's players like Ozil that could uh, support them a lot better and then enable them just to express themselves on that back four. So, yeah, man, it's tough for Arsenal at the moment. They don't have goals. Aubameyang, um, hopefully there is, this could be the game to, to, to spur him to actually score a bit more goals. But, yeah, just the lackluster type of uh, performances from Arsenal at the moment. So, I think we could see like a, a nil-nil draw from this game. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Wonga? Hey, he's still. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the man is frozen. Uh, man is, he's so shocked. He's shocked about his resume. Okay, cool. But, oh, I, I, you know, for me, it's going to be interesting. I actually think it's going to be a game where, all, uh, where Wolves are going to have all the ball and, uh, and Arsenal's going to sit deep. So if there's something that could work in their favor, is the counter-attack because that's how they have gotten results this season. So I think a 1-1 is a fair sort of prediction to go with. But because I'm a dick, I'm going to say Wolves. I'll get a 1-1 more. There you go. Someone has to say it. This is why Wanga's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and he left. He's, He's like, like I'm not that. I've had enough of this. <laughs> um, oh, all right, guys. And that, that pretty much concludes. Oh, wait. I think he wants to really get his say. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. I don't Is know. He back? He's back. Let's see. Wanga, you're going to get your... Say your piece, man. Say your piece. No, say man. Just, okay, so... For, yeah, so Arsenal, I think uh, it's a difficult one. Um, they've got, I just like I said, they look the same going into those matches, uh, the two of them. Um, but again, but uh, Saka not Saka not playing again. I just I can't see anything us creating chances as well. Um, and Wolves are definitely going to be taking more shots than us, uh, and they look and they're probably going to be hungry to make sure they get up the league. And this is a game, so I think I think in the end. I'm going to be purely honest. I can, I, I, Arsenal. The only thing I sorry, the only thing Arsenal does have for them is the good home record. Um, they do have a good home record at the moment, and, I, and that's in all competitions. Um, it's just obviously gone a bit bad now, especially after Aston Villa. Uh, that's it, so bro. I, 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 I and 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 Leicester, yeah, and Leicester. But but I think in the end, to be honest with you, I. I, I can see Wolves taking it by one goal. If it's a 1-0 or a 2-1 win, I see Wolves taking it. I can't see, especially what's happened in the past, I, I just can't mm. see Arsenal, I'll be honest with you, I can't see Arsenal winning it, especially with the way Wolves can create goals. They're going to create problems for us. If we can keep it clean, then it'll probably be a draw, but I just I don't see us. I, I just oh. can't wait to see Adama Traore running over Tierney, bro, Kieran Tierney. It's gonna exactly. Be <laughs> Literally, like John exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, he's gonna put, he's gonna put Chayo on when, when, when our team is uh, very tired. Uh, when yeah. everyone is tired, he's gonna put that guy on, and that horse just goes through anything. So, yes, I just don't, I don't think it's gonna be a good weekend for me. No, don't. I mean, Arsenal Wonga's hard. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Stella. We need Arsenal to win, man. I need Wonga's enthusiasm to come back, man. We need them. To yeah, win. he's been flat, man. You know what the problem Shadow is? For like three that. weeks he's been coming on saying they're gonna win, they're gonna win, and every yeah. time you guys laugh at him, he's like, you know, I'm hiding. True. Show sure, shame. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I think now nah. because he said they're gonna lose, they'll probably win. So well done, Wonga. I think you've seen the the pattern. Nah. Man, you've broke the, you're <laughs> the trend. But, um, on that note, guys, just... this has been. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Wonga. 
No, it's 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 called analysis. Silo would know <laughs> based on past performances <laughs> what's gonna come now. That's all I'm doing. That's I'm not gonna awesome. like I said at Arsenal. I'm not gonna get my hopes up with this team. Um, I like Arteta. I I think he's good for the club, but uh, based on what he's been doing in the past, that's all I can expect. Yeah. What does that video Fair say, Wanga? What does it say? It's the hope that kills. Huh? That's funny. <laughs> 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 Let's hope the hope doesn't kill you this weekend, guys. Thank you very much. This was the pretty much the conclusion of the show. Thank you for those who are watching. Thank you very much for joining us, guys, today. Any last words before we go? Um, Ole out. That's it. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's, That's it. That's it. I've started even even if anything I post now, even like on my Instagram, even if it's. Like a, <laughs> like a picture at dinner with my girlfriend. At the end, it's like a nice story, caption, then hashtag Ole out. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, and hopefully I can chat to you guys soon again. So shout out to that. No, thanks, thanks, so, thanks for coming through. Thanks for coming through. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Cheers, brothers. Yeah. And that's pretty much it, everybody. Thanks a lot. Have a good evening. Bye. Sure.